State Central game, possibly a North County game as well? Yes, yeah, so we're going to play a doubleheader Monday now. We're going to play Cape Central at home at 3.30, and then we're going to go up to Yanks and play St. Jen at 6. That's a makeup game. We did not get to play St. Jen, and we, you know, we really wanted to, obviously, and uh, so we were able to make it work. So we'll have a little doubleheader Monday and then North County on Tuesday, which they obviously just beat us really badly. So uh, hopefully we're ready to go for those three. That's, I like that. That's three tough games, three good games, three intense games to end our season. And that's kind of the game, the ball you want to be playing right at the end here. All right. Well, Coach, we appreciate you coming okay. by talking to Thanks us. Thanks for the coverage. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for stopping and talking to us. Congratulations on the win today. Look forward to talking to you later on down the road. All right. Thank you. Thank you. That is Nathan Gegg, head coach of the Valley Warriors. His uh, ball club today winning this one by a final score of 11-3, to and they win third place in the MAAA Conference Tournament, and they are set now, as he said, to play a doubleheader next week against uh, Cape Central and also play against St. Genevieve. That will be a big, big day as a doubleheader not only two games but in two different ballparks that day and then that north county team that just knocked them off here in the mAA conference tournament they're going to get them as well so i'm sure they'd like to exact a little revenge on the raiders if they can and uh, speaking of the raiders we got them coming up next sean yeah north county against central a uh, st francis county rivalry between these two ball clubs should be a f- uh, good one we'll be looking forward to we'll take a break continue with more on the in-between games report coming up next here on am 1240 kfmo look auto body supply your ppg distributor for the parkland for over 30 years is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses because these business owners were your classmates they're your neighbors your fellow church members and their kids attend school with your kids support those who help support your community for years like dale Mosier auto body Consider it done, consider it done right. When you need repair, there's no need to despair. Dale Mosier does it all for you. If you need the best, then put us to the test. Dale Mosier Auto Body. Consider it done, consider it done right. And Unlimited Auto Body in Potosi, where experience counts. Remember, you have the right to choose who does your repairs, so count on Unlimited Auto Body for full body repair or full body paint and custom graphics. Unlimited Auto Body, located at 109 Missouri Street in Potosi. LeCarrie Auto Body Supply is proud to support your hometown repair shops. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. 
Hi folks, John Robinson here, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's finally springtime and boy, we're excited. We've got lots of inventory, big rebates, 2023 Grand Cherokee L's, rebates up to $5,500 plus big Pettis discounts. The truck you're looking for, we've got them. Half tons, three quarters and one tons. Custom, lifted, leather, you name it. Diesels, gas, no matter what it is, we've got them with discounts and rebates. So come see us. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Riverview at the Park offers short-term stay and long-term care rehabilitation. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, including range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics, also memory care. Visit Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve at 1100 Progress Parkway or call 573-883-3500. Calling all PNC insurance agents. Mark your calendars for May 16th. Service Master Restoration by MMCT will be providing continuing education courses on hoarding and trauma live in person. This event is free for agents. There will be amazing guest speakers and free food. Reserve your spot for these continuing education courses on hoarding and trauma by calling 636-208-5653. That's 636-208-5653. Service Master Restoration by MMCT, a disaster restoration and large loss recovery partner. Congratulations, you're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance, so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. Find out how J.J. Vickers can help you with your auto, home, and life needs. 573-358-3674. It's not the kind of thing we like to talk about, but it's something we all must face. You can make things easier on the ones you love by pre-planning your funeral arrangements at Horton & Wampler. They will listen to your needs and offer several choices for arrangements, and then make sure all your questions are answered. Horton and Wampler Funeral Home, located at One Federal Park in Park Hills, serving the needs of Parkland families since 1991. Susie Caldwell Horton, Patty Caldwell Wampler, David and Dana Wampler are there when you need them. Have you struck out in the car game? Strike one, you've had credit problems in the past. Strike two, you hate the car you're driving. Strike three, it costs too much to maintain. Call that old car out today. Hey, this is David Sism from Samson Ford Lincoln, home with a lifetime warranty. Call that old car out and hit a home run at Samson Ford today. Don't go car shopping and get pushed into a high mileage used car you don't actually want. Drive off in a new or newer car with a lifetime warranty and get back on the road. We will go to bat and help you get approved so you can hit a home run. Have you been sitting on the bench because of bad credit? Get in the game. Bankruptcy and bad credit? Okay. My credit approval process will help you get back in the game and driving a new or newer car you love. Come see us, your home team dealer, since 1937, and get a new or newer car with a lifetime warranty, regardless of your credit. Don't get pushed around. We work extra innings for you. Visit us at Samson Ford Lincoln now. See us online at SamsonFord.com or call 431-3177. Requires bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. See dealer for details. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. 
Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. Precious memories left behind bring us joy and peace of mind when we celebrate the lives of those we love. Proud to be a part of high school sports, Cozy Memorial Chapel and Crematorium, 217 West Columbia in Farmington. High school baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel in Farmington, Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, Chris Offenberg GM Superstore in Farmington, First State Community Banks, Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre and Farmington, and Shelter Insurance Agent JJ Vickers in Bonterre. Between games report, getting you ready for the Central Rebels, the two seed, and the North County Raiders, the four seed in the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship game. And we'll bring you the starting lineups brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Your local shelter insurance agents, we're your shield, we're your shelter. The North County Raiders will bat first as the road team. They'll be led off by right fielder Cooper Kikak. He'll be followed in the order by the shortstop, Job Smith. The third baseman's Trenton Kreps. He'll bat third today. Cleanup hitter is Zane Huff. He plays in left field. Tyler Pipkin gets the start on the mound. The sophomore will be batting fifth for the Raiders. And behind him, behind him in the order, Tim Exton Jr., the second baseman. Jack Moore's the DH. He'll be batting in place of Brian Brewster, the first baseman. Eighth in the order is Zach Metter, the catcher. And the nine hitter is Grant Mullins, the center fielder for the North County Raiders. Again, it's Kikek, Smith, Kreps, Huff, Pipkin, Ekstam, Moore, Metter, and Mullins for the North County Raiders under the second-year head coach of North County in Jake Dunsey. Meanwhile, the fielding alignment for the Central Rebels. Glenn, what are we looking at? Well, we're looking at Joe Bryan out in left field this afternoon. Kendall Horton will be in center field. Cale Dreyer, who was our Little Caesars Pizza Pizza player of the game the other night, he's out in right field. Sammy Calloway is at third. Ty Schweiss at short. Barrett Henson at second base. And Jonathan Booyer is over at first base. you got Jackson Jones behind the plate. Lucas Whitehead on the mound. So Bryant, Horton, and Dreyer in the outfield. Calloway, Schweiss, Henson, and Boyer on the infield. Jones behind the plate, and Whitehead is on the mound. Starting lineup, it comes courtesy of J.J. Vickers Insurance Agency, 63 East School Street in Bonterre. Allow J.J. to help protect your family with life insurance. Still a bit of ways away from our first pitch as the North County Raiders begin taking their infield. We'll step aside once again here on the in-between game support. Coming up when we return, we got your upcoming broadcast schedule brought to you by the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lovington. That's next here on KFMO. Wade's Auto Service is a locally owned and operated full service shop and wants to be your first choice for all your auto repair needs. To schedule an appointment, call 573-664-1302. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is a proud sponsor of high school sports. Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their Southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round and return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. You want financial freedom as an adult. 
And as a parent, you'll want your kids to understand exactly where that begins. You can start by opening their very own student checking account at First State Community Bank. Once your son or daughter turns 12, they're eligible for a student checking account with no minimum balance requirements. A student checking account will be easy to understand for them and a wonderful teaching tool for you. First State Community Bank. Success starts here. Visit fscb.com. Member FDIC. Get to Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre for the guaranteed lowest price on Ashley Furniture. Stop in and let us show you our huge showroom of beautiful Ashley Furniture and home accents for every room in your home. Choose from Ashley living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, or dens. You name the room and we'll show you an enormous selection with our lowest price guarantee. If you find a lower price, we'll match it or beat it guaranteed. Ask us about interest-free financing and free delivery. Ashley Furniture, in style and in reach at Willett Home Furnishings, Berry Road, Bonterre. Hi, Kimber Monroe, local attorney and proud sponsor of high school sports. With over 20 years of legal experience, I'm here to help you. That's Kimber Monroe at KimberMonroeLaw.com. The choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based on advertising. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those, too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. To make a positive difference in our community, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Branch manager David Parmley and his staff are proud to be a part of the different communities that they serve. Their employees supply fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they too shop at. They are proud to support our local communities where they live, work, and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer, transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient. And they're proud to sponsor High School Sports Online. You can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your iPad. Or you can download the KFMO radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device. Brought to you by KFMO and our partners at Ledco Community Credit Union. Visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches. One in Park Hills, one in Farmington. Ledco Community Credit Union. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Lead Belt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills. Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills. Mineral Area College in Park Hills. And the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Again, you ready for the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship game. Two-seeded Central Rebels and the four-seed, the North County Raiders. In one of our final non-elimination games on the season, because we've got district playoffs that continue on Monday, we've got the Class 2, District 2 semifinal contest in softball action. 
Those will be played down in Woodland on Monday. Then on Tuesday, the Class 2 District 2 Championship game. On Monday, our coverage begins with a 1.30 pregame and a 2 o'clock first pitch. On Tuesday, a 3.30 pregame and a 4 o'clock first pitch. No action on Wednesday or Thursday. We return on Friday. We'll see the North County Raiders again in a regular season affair as they host Union, 4 o'clock pregame and a 4.30 first pitch. Then on Saturday, Class 3, District 3 baseball coverage begins with an 11.30 pregame, noon first pitch between the 3-seed Jefferson and the 6-seed Kingston. It continues with the 4-seed Clearwater against the 5-seed Arcadia Valley. Upcoming broadcast schedule, it's brought to you by the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. Got to check them out for delicious food, fun, and games, and watching sporting events on one of their big screens in a friendly, fa- uh, family-friendly atmosphere. Visit the Bullpen today located in Lettington. We'll take a break, continue with more of the in-between games reports here on AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland Sports Leader. When your home or business is damaged from a fire or flooding, call Bryant Restoration, 366-6351. Locally owned and operated by Reggie Abishan on Benham Street in Bonterre. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Bryant Restoration. Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of options, including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Graphic Options in Farmington, a proud sponsor of high school sports. It's back. What's back, Charlotte? I'm not going back to work. No, silly. The pretzel crust pizza at Little Caesars. Ah, so customers can once again enjoy our pretzel crust topped with creamy cheddar cheese and loaded pepperoni. Yum. Yep, and it's every day, hot and ready from 4 to 8 for only $6.99. So try one today. Charlotte, I say pretzel, you say... Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. Oh, well, at least it's back. Banking with people like you. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. Curtis Glass Center of Park Hill, serving the Parkland area since 1978 for your auto, home, or business, is the only local glass shop that offers in-house calibrations on foreign and domestic windshields. Curtis Glass Center is your choice for windshield replacement or repair, custom flat or tempered glass or home window repair, and the best customer service. Don't trust your glass to anyone else. Curtis Glass Center, 601 Main Street in Park Hills, or call 573-431-5616. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Hi folks, this is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the Parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farming a name you can stand on. Nothing beats the convenience of pushing a button for instant heat and a beautiful fire, even when the power is out. This is Lance Seacrest in a lead belt stove and fireplace. We can do just that with our wide variety of Regency and Manesson gas fireplaces. Visit us online and request a quote anytime at leadbeltstove.com. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports, and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug-free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope, online at sfccp.org. 
Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans mobility app allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal mobility app in your app store. With mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal Mobility App, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. If you've slipped into the habit of spending a lazy evening in front of the TV... There's nothing to watch on television. Try the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington for an evening of fun, the tastiest food, and sports on one of their big screens. Challenge your family to shooting some hoops, clearing the pool table, or testing your quickness with one of the video games in the arcade at the Bullpen. You'll find something for everyone, including daily specials and events. There's only one way to play in the Bullpen, and that's at the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Kilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. Back on AM 1240 KFMO, getting you ready for the North County Raiders and the Central Rebels as the North County Raiders are finishing up taking infield, so we're getting close starting here take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard check brought to you by mineral area overhead door 1020 woodlawn drive just north of farmington got another cardinals update for you on our sister station b104.3 they are in the top of the seventh inning and the detroit tigers trailed st louis by one five to four but they've got two on with nobody out in the top of the seventh inning and chris stratton is out of the game for the cardinals he'll be replaced by Genesis cabrera who will come in and Trying to hang on to the lead for the St. Louis Cardinals. Again, you can listen to that on our sister station, B104.3, your home for the St. Louis Cardinals all season long here in the Parkland. That'll wrap up the in-between games report. Coming up when we return, we got your first pitch brought to you by Boyd and Associates between the Central Rebels and the North County Raiders, the championship game of the MAAA Conference Tournament. That's next on KFMO. It's not the kind of thing we like to talk about, but it's something we all must face. You can make things easier on the ones you love by pre-planning your funeral arrangements at Horton and Wampler. They will listen to your needs and offer several choices for arrangements, and then make sure all your questions are answered. Horton and Wampler Funeral Home, located at One Federal Park in Park Hills, serving the needs of Parkland families since 1991. Susie Caldwell Horton, Patty Caldwell Wampler, David and Dana Wampler are there when you need them. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. 
Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crock pot this morning? <laughs> With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. Have you struck out in the car game? Strike one, you've had credit problems in the past. Strike two, you hate the car you're driving. Strike three, it costs too much to maintain. Call that old car out today. Hey, this is David Sism from Samson Ford Lincoln, home with a lifetime warranty. Call that old car out and hit a home run at Samson Ford today. Don't go car shopping and get pushed into a high mileage used car you don't actually want. Drive off in a new or newer car with a lifetime warranty and get back on the road. We will go to bat and help you get approved so you can hit a home run. Have you been sitting on the bench because of bad credit? Get in the game. Bankruptcy and bad credit? Okay. My credit approval process will help you get back in the game and driving a new or newer car you love. Come see us, your home team dealer, since 1937, and get a new or newer car with a lifetime warranty, regardless of your credit. Don't get pushed around. We work extra innings for you. Visit us at Samson Ford Lincoln now. See us online at SismFord.com or call 431-3177. Requires bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. See dealer for details. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by American Family Insurance Agent Harry Peterson in Farmington, Bryant Restoration in Bonterre, Mineral Area Overhead Door in Park Hills, and CarSmart of Farmington. Getting ready for the Central Rebels and the North County Raiders facing off in the championship game of the MAAA Conference Tournament. Head-to-head, -head, Central's got the head-to-head -head record 17-8, dating back to 2009 against the North County Raiders, and Central has also won the last five contests in a row. Last time North County beat Central was back on May the 13th of 2019. Got to go pre-COVID for that one. It was North County defeating Central in the Class 4 District 2 tournament by a final score of 5-2. to two. It was the second time that season they got the best of the Central Rebels as North County beat them earlier that year, 11 to nothing. Lucas Whitehead going through his final warm-up tosses here. We'll see how he does in this contest. I'm curious to see how he starts the game as we saw him, Glenn, in the semifinals on Wednesday. And not for nothing, it was far from the best performance that we saw from Lucas Whitehead this season. He lasted just two-plus innings, allowing five hits, five runs. Only two of them were earned. He walked one and struck out two and Kind of put Casey Murphy in a tough spot who had to come in cold to relieve him in the top half of the third inning. And Casey Murphy, you could tell, didn't have his location early on in that game. Central eventually came back and won, defeating West County 11-6. But I'm curious to see if Lucas Whitehead can come off to a better start in today's game than he did when we saw him on Wednesday. You know, I'm, I'm watching him warm up here so far. He's having a hard time getting some of the uh, pitches where he wants to get them. He's thrown about five or six uh, pitches in the dirt to start, you know, his warm-ups. And, you know, that could be something he's working through, but we'll see. We'll see what the lefty's got in store as Cooper Keekick <laughs> hammers the first pitch he sees, but way foul. 
He was waiting on that play. Yeah, <laughs> he he was looking for something in particular. He got it, and he just couldn't wait long enough. So the count now quickly 0-1 to Cooper Keekai because that's the first pitch brought to you by Boyd and Associates. John Boyd has been bringing accounting, integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. Pitch number two dropped in for a strike. And the count is quickly 0-2 to the lefty Cooper Keekak against the lefty thrower in Lucas Whitehead. Advantage, the lefty swing of Cooper Keekak as he lines that one up the middle and into center field for a leadoff single. Cooper Keekak does something you don't see a lot of hitters do, high school, major leagues, wherever. He chokes up on the bat with two strikes. At that time, he just put the bat on the ball right up the middle past the second baseman Barrett Henson into center field. Job Smith now comes to the plate. And keep an eye on Cooper Keekak over at first base. This North County bunch has been aggressive on the base pass throughout this MAAA conference tournament. Job Smith behind on the first pitch. He swings and misses. And the count is 0-1 to the shortstop for the Raiders. Offense has been really big for this North County team, at least in the two times I've seen them in the last week or so. The 0-1 swung on, blooped over the head of the third baseman, Sammy Calloway, and into left field for a hit. Back-to-back singles to start this ball game for the North County Raiders. They've got two on, nobody out, and Trenton Kreps coming to the dish. Well, if you're North County, I think you have to have the mentality going into this ball game. Nobody expects us to win, so let's just go out there and play aggressively, do what we got to do. Take a few chances here or there. Don't be stupid, but take a few chances, and you could possibly come away with an MAAA Conference Championship. Kreps 0 for 6 so far through the MAAA Conference Tournament. He's had a tough time. As he digs into the right-handed batter's box, looking to turn things around. He's got a big opportunity here. If North County can take the lead of the game, the first lead of the game, all he's got to do is get it out of the infield with Cooper Keekak's speed. First pitch breaking ball that stays flat and stays upstairs for a ball 1-0. Second pitch, a fastball blown past Kreps. And we're all even at a ball and a strike. And that odd 15-10 to 10 win of North County over Fredericktown. Kreps had a big, big day offensively. Not much since then. Whitehead looks to work quickly. And he misses high and outside for a ball, two balls, one strike. I want to thank a few of our sponsors for joining us through the MAAA Conference Tournament, including RP Lumber and Park Hills, Impressive Farm and Home in Ironton, and Service Master Restoration by MMCT in Park Hills and Hillsboro. The 2-1. Pulled and threw for a base hit. No, it's foul. And Dennis Pogue says it's foul at the third baseline and giving him a long look as the head coach of the North County Raiders in his second year, Jake Dunsey. And he's asking him, and he's holding up just two fingers separated by maybe a centimeter. Is Dennis Pogue saying it's just foul by that much. The rest of the umpiring crew, Hank Kinsey behind the plate with Art Armbruster on the right-hand side of the infield. Count now two balls and two strikes. Here's the pitch from Whitehead. Slow roller up the third baseline. Whitehead picks it up. He'll eat it. Nowhere to go. Now he throws back to third, and there safely is Cooper Keekek. Everybody's safe. Nobody out. And the bases are loaded for the North County Raiders. Like we saw in that previous game, Glenn, that's kind of a swinging bunt. Wasn't really much anything that uh, Lucas Whitehead could do with that. Once he got to the ball, he thought about throwing it down to first base. In fact, he did. But uh, once he uh, looked around, he actually looked over at third again, and uh, there was an opportunity maybe to get Cooper Keekak rounding the bag, but he's way too smart for that. First hit of the tournament for Krebs. He'll take it any way he can get it as the first pitch delivered to Zane Huff. It's going to miss for a ball on the outside part of the plate. Count is 1-0, and Jackson Jones is going to walk the baseball back to his pitcher, Lucas Whitehead, and have a quick chat with him here. His fellow sophomore and Whitehead off to a rough start so far. 
throughout this first inning. He hasn't had thrown a ton of pitches, but he's been hit pretty well by North County. In fact, all but three of his pitches have hit the strike zone. I did set to the belt, the 1-0. Low and inside, 2-0 and oh your count. Nowhere to put Zane Huff. Well, sometimes you can throw strikes, and sometimes you can throw strikes that are out too much over the plate. Hit high in the air, right field. It'll drop down for at least one and get past Kill Dryer for an extra base hit. One run scores, two run scores. Sliding in feet first at home is Kreps. It's a three-run double for Zane Huff, and North County has taken an early lead in the MAAA Conference Tournament. Well, every ball that's been hit in this inning, except for that swinging bunt, has been hit hard. And even Trenton Krebs hit a hard ball down the third baseline that looked like it could have gone fair. But uh, the North County Raiders have come out here aggressive. They have come after Lucas Whitehead, and they've hit him hard here in the first half of the inning. Here comes today's starter for North County, Tyler Pipkin, and nobody out in this inning still. As this one's fought foul off of Pipkin. And he's going to come to the mound next half inning, whenever that comes. And he's going to have himself at least a three-run lead. Out-of-town scoreboard check brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door, 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington. The Tigers and the Cardinals are tied up at five all as they head to the eighth inning at Bush Stadium. First pitch strike to, or second pitch strike, excuse me, to Pipkin. He's behind in the count, 0-2. Whitehead with the pitch. Breaking ball, foul tip, barely getting a piece of it to stay alive is Pipkin. Count remains 0-2. I think this North County offense, we've talked a lot about the fact that they've been very aggressive on the base paths. They've gotten some good pitching here in the last couple of weeks as well, but their offense has been really hitting on all cylinders. The 0-2 in there, called strike three. Pipkin down on strikes for out number one in the top of the first inning. Strikeouts are brought to you by Complete Vision Care. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient with locations in Lettington and Festus. That thing just froze Pipkin at the plate. He was thinking about swinging, but he just could not get the bat off of his shoulders, and it caught the outside corner of the plate a little bit in the uh, higher in the strike zone. Extam Jr. up to the plate. He was our player of the game in the semifinals as he takes a first-pitch ball downstairs. Count goes 1-0. and in a really impressive performance on the mound for North County, keeping the Valley Catholic Warriors offense in check. We just saw what they're capable of, putting up 11 on West County. He also was one for three at the plate with a pair of RBIs. Shows bunt, pulls back the barrel. Swiping third is Zane Huff as he slides in safely feet first. And the aggressive base running from North County continues. And he got a great jump, too. I mean, the throw got down there pretty quickly, but there was no way to catch him. Jackson Jones, he's a sophomore, but he's a good catcher. He's tough to run on as he traps the pitch downstairs with the mitt. And it's a 3-0 count to Tim Ekstam Jr. with Jack Moore on deck. And anything could get that run home now. A wild pitch, a pass ball. The 3-0. Fast ball upstairs, ball four. Taking his base is Ekstam. It's runners at the corners, one out in the top of the first with Jack Moore coming to the plate. Here's a guy I think it needs to get off the snide as well. Guy who's had a little trouble hitting in this conference tournament. But uh, he did come up with a, a fairly big hit the other night, even though it was kind of the infield variety. Moore digs into the right-handed batter's box with runners at the corners. It's already 3-0 in favor of North County. They'll look to add to the lead here. Whitehead, the pitch. Missing on the bunt is Jack Moore. He tried to reach for it in the outside part of the plate. Would have been called a ball if he pulled back the barrel. Instead, it's strike one. 
He's looking down at Jake Donzi. I'm thinking here, too, this might be a, a chance for him just to put the ball in play, get that run home. The 0-1, foul tipped. And the count quickly 0-2 on Jack Moore. Moore batting in place of first baseman Brian Brewster. Moore has not uh, looked like he sees the ball real well right now at the plate on those first two pitches. Choke up on the bat. And the 0-2. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Jack Moore goes down on strikes for the second out in the top of the first inning. Well, you still got the possibility of a run coming home on a wild pitch, a pass ball, something like that. But those two strikeouts, both by Tyler Pipkin and Jack Moore, doesn't do anything for your team. It doesn't move the runners up. It doesn't get them home. So you have to see what uh, maybe this hitter can do. And the sacrifice is no longer in play for North County either as it's a first pitch ball delivered to Metter. Metter had the walk-off winner on Monday, or Tuesday, excuse me, against the Frederictown Black Cats. Pitch low and away in the dirt. 2-0 your count. As Metter digs back in. Whitehead sets and the pitch. Popped up high in the air. Foul territory behind us out of play. And the count is two balls and a strike to Metter. I like what this catcher's got, Metter. A lefty hitter, but especially his play behind the plate. He has looked good in the few games I've been able to see him in this year for North County. He's been catching some of these North County pitchers since he was in middle school as well. Even a guy like Job Smith who throws hard and has got a lot of hook, he'll be good against. Strike three on the outside corner. Down looking is a metter, and that's going to do it for the North County Raiders in the top half of inning at number one. They get three runs off of four hits, no errors, and runners are left stranded on the corner. Central in a 3 nothing hole as we head to the bottom of the first inning in the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship game. The coverage right here on AM 1240, KFL Sports Leader. Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Riverview at the Park offers short-term stay and long-term care rehabilitation. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, including range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics, also memory care. Visit Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve at 1100 Progress Parkway or call 573-883-3500. Spring is here, and now is the time to give Impressive Farm and Home in Ironton a call to get your yard from looking drab to looking fab. From tree and shrub removal, excavation, landscape design, and more, Impressive Farm and Home can be your yard makeover go-to. Impressive Farm and Home services Iron, Madison, and St. Francis Counties. Call 573-432-2112 for a free quote, or visit Impressive Farm and Home at 476 South Main Street in Ironton. Back, neck, or joint pain? Ow! Ongoing or recent work or sports injury? Ah! Dr. Armstrong and Dr. Probst of Citizen Spine and Sport of Farmington, the official team, chiropractors and trainers of Central High School, offer a conservative and effective approach to spinal manipulation, ART, rehab exercise, dry needling, and now class 4 laser therapy to accelerate tissue healing by decreasing inflammation in chronic and acute pain areas. Call Citizen Spine and Sport at 573-701-0770 today. High School ah. Baseball. All on KFMO is brought to you by Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills. Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills. Mineral Area College in Park Hills. And the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. 
bottom of the first inning. 3-0 your score. North County with the lead before they even have to throw a pitch to the Central Rebels. And we'll bring you the starting lineup for the Central Rebels. Brought to you by David Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance. 517 East Maiden Park Hills, insuring the parkland since 1955. Ty Schweiss will lead things off. He's the shortstop for the Rebels. He'll be followed in the order by the catcher, Jackson Jones. Kaysen Murphy bats third. He's the DH today. We won't see him in the field. He's batting in place of first baseman Jonathan Boyer. The cleanup hitter is Sammy Calloway. The third baseman is it's a bunt. Dropped by Ty Schweiss and a good one up the line. Picked up by the third baseman. Throw over to first. Not in time. A drag bunt as Ty Schweiss reaches base safely on the first pitch that he sees. Rest of the lineup for the Central Rebels. Barrett Henson plays second, bats fifth. Kendall Horton, the center fielder, bats sixth. Lucas Whitehead bats seventh, the pitcher. The eight hitters, Kale Dreyer, the right fielder. And rounding out the lineup, it's Joe Bryant, the left fielder for the Central Rebels. Ty Schweiss with a big lead over at first base. And the first pitch, it's a bunt, and it's a good one towards the second baseman. Are we going to see back-to-back bunt singles throw to first? Not in time. Everyone safe. Back-to-back bunt singles for Ty Schweiss and Jackson Jones. That's an interesting offensive attack. You, you fall down by three runs. Boom, boom. Two bunts, two runners on. And you can tell that uh, Tyler Pipkin, he was falling off the mound on one side on that first one, so he had no chance to get into it. But that time he was falling towards it, and he still had no chance to get to it. Here comes the always dangerous Kaysen Murphy to the plate, and he takes the first pitch fastball upstairs for a ball, 1-0. We haven't even had a chance to bring in the fielding alignment for the North County Raiders with all that going on. The Rebels are coached by 10th-year man Ronnie Calvert, 16-2 overall on the season. Which is a fielding lineman for the Raiders after this. Second pitch upstairs, misses for a ball. Two and oh, your count. Glenn, what are we looking at in the field for North County? All right, today? for North County in the left field line, you got Zane Huff, you got Grant Mullins in center field, Cooper Kekak in right, Trenton Kreps at third, Job Smith on the shortstop position, Tim Ekstam Jr. at second, Brian Brewster at first as the pitch is launched to right field. Does it stay fair? If it does, it's gone. It's a fair ball and a three run shot for Casey Murphy. And much like we saw in our previous contest where the Valley Catholic Warriors, Chase Fowler, tied this ball game up in the bottom of the first with a home run. His counterpart from Central, Casey Murphy, does the same. It's a three-all ball game as Murphy bombed that one to right field, and it stays fair by a foot. Well, no matter how hard Cooper Kekak tried to sell it, the home plate umpire, you and I, and I think everybody down this line could see it. It landed well fair, probably about two, three feet to the left of the foul pole, and that is a three-run homer, and we got ourselves a new ball game, 3-3 in the bottom of the first. Like I said, the always dangerous Cason Murphy, he is a phenomenal baseball player. One of, if not the best, I've seen come through this area in almost the last decade that I've been out here covering baseball. There's a pitch in the outside part of the plate to Sammy Calloway that misses for a ball. Want to know your count. Make no mistake about that. That was not a wind-blown home run either. Nope. It was hit. That was It was one of those, it's gone if it's fair. Everyone knew it off the bat. And it just stayed fair. A breaking ball dropped in for a strike to Sammy Calloway. A ball and a strike your count. I still like Cooper Kekak out there in right field. He's pointing foul like, yeah, that's well foul. Just trying to get the sell. <laughs> Pitch upstairs, misses for a ball. One of the... In my personal opinion, most annoying baseball players to do that was Dustin Pedroia of the Red Sox. Me, a New Yorker and a Yankees fan, was always annoyed by that. The 2-1. Blooper into right field. Cooper Kekek is there. He'll snag it for out number one in the bottom of the first inning. Especially Pedroia would do it 
all the time, yeah. no matter how close it was or was not. It'd be a throw down to second trying to pick off the runner, and the runner would be back and safely standing up, and Pedroia would do the whole tag and one of those little, like, shuffles to the dugout of, like, yeah, I got him. It's a third out. The inning's over. And <laughs> he'd get that call every once in a while. You know, it's one of those one in a hundred chances, but you do it more than a hundred times, you're going to steal a few. Well, you know, a breaking Cooper, ball dropped in to Barrett Henson with one out and nobody on. You know, Cooper Kekak is a competitor, so he's yes. not going to uh, give up until the last moment. And uh, he was trying to, to will that one into right field, into the corner, and foul. The youngest of the Kekak siblings, and with how competitive the other three are, you know, especially being the youngest, you're going to have to be competitive to survive in a family like that. Well, and Dad and his brother as well. Oh, yeah, the whole family. Larry and Stan were as competitive as you ever saw, especially on a baseball field. I saw Stan <laughs> slide into home plate one time and just about dig a, a, a hole under the plate and come up just completely covered in dirt. The 1-2. Pitch misses downstairs. Two balls, two strikes. Your counts. Friends of the program here, the Keekak family going to be weird next year covering North County Athletics without a key keck playing. Chop towards short. Job Smith snags it. Throw to first. Not in time. It's beaten out by the speedy second baseman for the Central Rebels. Barrett Henson showing off his wheels. Just too slow developing of a play. It took its time to get to Job Smith. Well, you see Job Smith. You see uh, back in that first game, uh, you know, a couple of uh, other infielders getting the ball in the hole or getting it at third. And it just kind of looks a little bit longer, I guess, over to first base. So they kind of double pump before throwing to first base. That time, the double pump cost him a runner. Here comes Kendall Orton to the plate, and he'll line one to left field, and it's a fair ball. Barrett Henson with a big turnaround second. He's going to push for third. They're going to send him home as the helmet's bobbling around his head. He'll slide head first ahead of the tag. He's in there safely on the RBI double from Kendall Horton, who advances to third on the throw. And the Rebels have taken the lead 4-3. to three. That is aggressive baseball there by the Central Rebels. You knew they would be aggressive coming into this game. You knew they would try to go after North County in every way they possibly could. And on a base hit to left field, which just kind of got into no man's land there, they send the runner home. He barely beats the throw, but he beat it. And now a run to cross and a runner at third, and this inning is nowhere near to be over. Now we still only got one out here in the bottom of the frame. As Pipkin sets at the belt, flips the leg in the pitch, gets past the catcher, Zach Better at the plate. There's going to be a play at the plate as Horton slides in head first ahead of the tag. Five to three years score, Central leads North County. One thing you knew that Central would not do after that three run first by North County is hang their head and go, oh well, we're not going to win this one. Nope. They came out here to play some ball today. And they're going to be super aggressive. We talked about North County playing with that. What have we got to lose attitude? I think Central does that too. I think yeah. they look at it and go, you know what? We're the number two seed. We're here. We're playing. We've won this before. You know, let's just go out and play hard and see what happens. I think there's also a mindset of no matter what's happening in the game, it's almost like, a, you know what? I don't care. We can beat you no matter what's going on. Yeah, let's spot a three-run lead to the North County Raiders. We can still beat them. Let's spot a six-run lead to the West County Bulldogs. We can still beat them. You know, this is a really, like, high-level mindset for the Central Rebels uh, who got the number one seed in the Class 4 District 2 tournament. And you know, after last year, they've got some high aspirations for this season. They want to go deep in the postseason this year and punch their ticket to, uh, to Branson, where the Final Four is going to be played this year. 
And, you know, going back to basketball, I talked to a guy, and, and you and I were talking about this. Uh, I think Jared Pettis and I talked about this as well, that extra confidence you have when you have guys that have played other sports yeah. and done very, very well. That was head coach Corey Schweiss of the Central Rebels, who's standing at first base right now. He's the assistant coach of the of the baseball team, the head coach of the football team, and he said exactly that. That was a big reason why he credited Casey Murphy and Joe Bryant for having big football seasons because of their respective basketball and baseball seasons that they had. 2-0 count to Lucas Whitehead, or 3-0, excuse me, after the first pitch ball that was in the dirt. And Tyler Pipkin, after a meeting on the mound from his head coach in Jake Dunsey, is in danger of walking another runner on the base paths. And it's a get-me-over strike to Whitehead. Count is 3-1. and one. Whitehead, after giving up three runs in the top of the first inning, will now find himself when he returns in line for the victory. And there's ball four as it misses upstairs. Five pitch walk worked by Whitehead. And here comes Cale Dreyer to the plate. Well, you talk about that confidence and you have it in basketball, you have it in football, Mm -hmm. you got it in in baseball. They put three runs up on you in the first inning. You don't feel like that's an insurmountable lead. You're just going, okay, well, we've still got, uh, you know, a full seven innings to go after them, get those three runs back. And they did it in the first and, and some. First pitch, misses low and away for a ball, 1-0. The other thing I think that is odd about this is a couple of weeks ago when we saw Pipkin pitching against Fredericktown. Off the end of the bat, blooper, shallow left field. In fact, Job Smith's got won't even have to make his way onto the grass. There are two down here in the bottom of the first inning. When they played uh, Fredericktown, we had that supposed pitching matchup with Ryan Souden at an 0.83 ERA, and Zap Kip- Pipkin at the time had like a 1.37 ERA, and uh, Fredericktown lit him up that day. Central was lighting him up right now. He needs to try to find that uh, that frame of reference, that control, whatever he needs, see if he can get back at it. Snap throw down to first. Diving back head first is Lucas Whitehead as he's in there safely. As Joe Bryant digs into the plate, you want to talk about confidence. How about Joe Bryant? Not playing baseball since he was nine years old, goes out for the team, and it shows you just how uber-talented he is that he's not only able to make this very, very good Central Rebels ball club, just pick the roster as, you know, okay, defensive replacement, a pinch runner. He's been starting throughout the entire season for the Central Rebels. The pitch in there for a strike. Yeah, he's ball club simply because he's Joe Bryant. No, he's on he earned it. starting lineup because he, he earned it. He wouldn't be playing if it was, you know, because this is a central team, as I mentioned earlier. They've got high aspirations on the season. It's Bryant inside out swing, blooped, shallow on the outfield, and there to snag it is the second baseman, Tim Ekstam Jr. He's got it for the third and final out to end a big bottom of the first inning. All a punch in the first half from the North County Raiders, followed up by a big counterpunch in the bottom half from the Central Rebels. They get five runs on five hits, no errors, and they leave one stranded on first base. North County, Mullins, Keekak, and Smith do up in the second inning. Five to three, your score. Central out in front of North County on KFMO. For anything related to collision repair and automotive glass, trust the award-winning Brad Wooten Auto Body. Automotive Service Excellence Award winner. Customer Service Award winner. Customer Satisfaction Award winner. Business of the Year Award winner. And Best of the Parkland Award winner. In addition, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. The award-winning Brad Wooten Auto Body. Across from Ozark Regional Library in the beautiful Arcadia Valley. 
to schedule an appointment, call 573-546-BUMP. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of high school sports on KFMO. Call me, financial advisor Allison Douglas-Kennan at 573-431-2220 for all of your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Top of the second inning, 5-3 your score. Central leads North County. It's the North County Raiders up to the plate, and after pulling the barrel back on the first one, Mullins bunts this time right back to the pitcher, Lucas Whitehead who turns and fires the first for out number one. Well, the difference between the first two bunts for Central and that bunt is that one went right to the pitcher, Lucas Whitehead. For Central, they laid it down the third baseline where nobody could get it, down the first baseline, actually in between the first and second baseman where nobody could get it. But that one just came out too far to Lucas Whitehead, and he took his time and threw him out. First pitch ball to Cooper Keekek, 1-0. Pitch. Misses his, no, got the zone downstairs for a strike. Ball on a strike, your count is Kikek. Crowds the plate in left-handed batter's box, reaches for one, pokes it up and out of play. The count is quickly a ball and two strikes to Cooper Kikek, leadoff hitter for the North County Raiders, coming up in his second time through, reaching on a line drive up the middle into center field. Low and away, misses four ball in the dirt, two and two. And here's where I, another difference I noticed with that bunt from Mullins is when North Central was doing it, it was the first two batters that faced off against Pipkin. North County has already shown through their one inning that they can hit Lucas Whitehead. And I know Grant Mullins is the nine hitter. He's in the nine spot for a reason. He's not one of the elite hitters in this lineup for the North County Raiders. But, you know, you bunt it right back to Lucas Whitehead. You give him an easy out before the top of the order comes up. I would almost trust Mullins to swing the stick there considering how North County hit Lucas Whitehead their first time through. As again, fouling it off is Cooper Keekak just staying alive. Talking to Joe, uh, Jake Donzi the other night after the game, too. He's talking about Grand Mullins, and he had the big home run in that Valley game. Yeah. And he said, you know, sometimes he gets uh, he surprises us. He'll, he'll grab a hold of one and really hit it hard. And so, yeah, a little bit of a strange play, I guess you could say, for the Raiders, but uh, that's how it went. The 2-2 hit hard on the line into left field. It stays fair for a base hit for Cooper Kikak. There to cut it off is Joe Bryant as he throws it back into the infield, keeping Cooper Kikak at a one-out single. Well, he did exactly what he needed to do with that pitch. It was outside, and he took it the other way. He didn't try to pull it, and because of that, he laid it over the third baseman, Sammy Calloway's head, into no man's land once again, and uh, dropped down. The only thing you had to worry about if you were central is that Kikak make uh, make the wide turn around first to go to second, but he stayed put. Out of town scoreboard check, mineral area overhead door in the fifth place contest out in Fredericktown. Farmington with the lead through one, four to nothing. Pitch misses for a ball to Job Smith. He's ahead in the count, one no. He's one for one on the game so far with a single on a fly ball to left field. The pitch misses upstairs for a ball, two and no. Job Smith had the second of uh, three consecutive singles for North County his first time up. The fourth hit was a uh, three-RBI double by Zane Huff. 
Throw over to first from Lucas Whitehead. He's trying to keep a close eye on Cooper Kikak, who is dancing around at first base quite a bit. Smith digs back into the right-handed batter's box. Wide stance. And the 2-0 pitch from Whitehead. Misses downstairs, 3-0. And, oh, and you got Trenton Kreps on deck. Bunt shown, barrel pulled back by Smith. A little gamesmanship there, and it misses high and away for a ball. And it's a four-pitch walk worked by Job Smith with Kreps coming up to the plate. Kreps got his first hit of the MAAA Conference Tournament. His last time up, it was that little gentle dribbler up the third base line, that swinging bunt that we referred to. But it's one of those where, with considering he was 0 for 6 prior throughout the MAAA Conference Tournament, he'll be more than okay with getting it that way. Yeah, in fact, uh, after that uh, hit that almost was on the uh, previous swing, he was happy to get that thing there and uh, just get on base and start a rally going. First pitch to him. Turns him away, high and inside, ball one. We saw Lucas Whitehead have a little control trouble the other night as well against West County, and I think that's what got him into the most trouble against the uh, Bulldogs. He's uh, seemed to be a little bit off here in the second inning. The one out. Chopped towards third, snagged by Sammy Calloway. He steps on the bag, throws across the diamond, but it pulls Jonathan Boyer off the bag. Now they'll throw to second and try to see if they can get Job Smith there. They can't. It's an out for Sammy Callaway and a fielder's choice as you can't assume the double play, so no error on Callaway. Now you can see Central moving around a little bit towards center field for this next hitter, Zane Huff. Last time up, he came up and plugged the gap between second or between right and center field and drove in three runs. Now he's got a runner at second, which could be a big run as well. I mean, it's only a 5-3 lead right now for Central and a runner at first as well, so let's see what Zane Huff has. Huff in the left-handed batter's box sees the first pitch delivered to him, dropped in for a strike. Lefty versus lefty here. The pitch to him. Breaking ball, waits on it, chops it towards short. It goes five-hole on the usually reliable Ty Schweissen into left center field where it's picked up by Kendall Horton. Two runs are going to score for North County, and we are tied up yet again at five all this time on the E6. Well, I think what might have thrown uh, Ty Schweiss off just a bit is that Lucas Whitehead went after it, tried to get it, didn't, didn't touch it, but may have kind of shielded him for just a second. Ty Schweiss came over, started to field it, reached down to get the ball. The ball stayed down, and he kind of fell to his left as he was trying to knock it down, and it just went, as you said, five-hole into the left field uh, uh, side or in the left center field, and two runs scored, and we're tied back up. Huff stands at second. Tyler Pipkin takes a first pitch ball on the outside part of the plate. He's ahead in the count, 1-0, and and he himself, as the pitcher for North County, is a brand-new ball game as his team picks him up here in the top of the second. Pitch in the dirt, misses for a ball, 2-0. and And you wonder how long, if the pitching continues on either side, will... These teams sit on the options of relievers that they have. Pipkin fouls one off his right foot, trying to shake it out here. Jackson Jones will give him a bit of a moment and walk out to Lucas Whitehead and have a quick chat with him. I think a big part of this game that uh, is going to affect both teams here is what the bottom of their lineups do in this game. North County has gotten Mm -hmm. some uh, pretty good production from Tim Extam and Grant Mullins, but uh, Jack Moore and Zach Metter have not done a ton here in this tournament. And that's the guys who are looking at possibly coming up here after uh, Pipkin comes up to the plate see what he does. The 2-1 pitch. 
check swing, trapping it in front of him is Jackson Jones. It's taken for a ball downstairs. Three and one, your count. As Pipkin awaits the pitch from Whited. The 3-1. Downstairs, ball four. It's a walk worked. And it's two on, two outs in the top of the second inning with Jack, or excuse me, Tim Ekstam Jr. coming through the plate. And we will quickly see a courtesy runner spell Pipkin out at first base. As he is going to be... Replaced over at first by Kyle Strawn. Throw over to second. Huff back in time. Whitehead wants to keep a close eye on him. And in North County in general, we mentioned before, they've been aggressive on the base paths throughout this tournament. Fastball low and inside, misses four. Ball from Whitehead, 1-0. Tim Ekstam Jr. worked to walk his first time up. We'll see what he's got for round two. And wanting a new baseball is Lucas Whitehead. He tosses it back to Jackson Jones, who hands it to Hank Ginsey behind the plate, who just puts it back in his pocket. That's the, what I always find funny about when you don't like a baseball. It's, it's, you're going to get it again at some point. Pitch misses low for a ball. Jones holding the mitt there, trying to get the call, but he can't frame it. John Rooney always talked about that as well, about balls that are in the dirt, and they throw them out immediately. The 2-0. Hit into left center field and deep. Kendall Horton settling into his stride. He's got it, and that's the third and final out, and will end the top half of inning number two, but a big inning for the North County Raiders as they have tied us back up this time at five all to get two runs off of one hit and error, and they leave two stranded on base. Central with the top of the order up when we return as we head to the bottom of the second inning. You're listening to coverage of the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship on KFMO. LeCarrie Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted best body shop in the parkland in 2018, American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shops. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. Bottom of the second inning, it's the Central Rebels leadoff hitter, Ty Schweiss. 
Trying to see if he can get a bit of redemption for the error he had in the top of the second inning. And he watches the first pitch fastball kick up some dust. And the count goes 1-0 on him in this 5-5 ball game. I want to thank a few of our sponsors, including Citizen Spine and Sport in Farmington and Brad Wooten Auto Body located in Ironton. And that got a piece of him. Ty Schweiss takes it off the left hip, and he'll take his bag as well as he trots up the first baseline. Yeah, that ball came inside a little bit too close, and he just tried to get out of the way and uh, tried by moving the left leg a little bit, and yeah. he could not those, get out of it. Out, out of the way, he did one of those where you kind of you twist, and like if you were to just line up a silhouette of Ty Schweiss, I don't really know if he covered any ground to get out of the way of it. Hit and run is on, and this thing is smashed. Deep right field, and a no-doubter two-run shot from Jackson Jones. And the Central Rebels have regained the lead 7-5. to five. Oh, wow. You thought that was a big home run from Jason Murphy. Jones got all of that and then some. And it was so much of a big fly. As soon as it was hit, you saw the center fielder, Grant Mullins, and the right fielder, Cooper Kekak, just stop and watch it go. They didn't even try to go back to get it. They knew it was long gone. The only doubt about it was was which car is it going to hit out beyond right center field. And that's going to do it for Tyler Pipkin. His day is done early as we've got a new player trotting out onto the field. And let's see who they decide to go with in this situation. Is it going to be Pipkin moving over to first for Job Smith on the mound? And it is Job Smith who is going to take over on the hill. So Pipkin will take over at first base in place of Brian Brewster. And we got a new player trotting into the field as well take over I believe it's shortstop and it looks like it's going to be Michael Huff who will enter this game and so the way it realigns Pipkin goes over to first Job comes from short to first and We'll see, just to confirm that he's warming up there, but for the time being, it's Michael Huff who will take over at shortstop in a 7-5 ball game, and that, with nobody on as well, will close the book on Tyler Pipkin. He lasts just one inning plus. He faced 11 batters on 28 pitches, 14 for balls, 14 for strikes. He allowed six hits, seven runs, all of them earned, walked one, didn't strike anybody out, he hit one. ERA of 49, whip of seven. And he left just one runner stranded on base at the end of the first inning. And his day is already done. It's Job Smith who's going to have to come in cold. I did see him warming up in the right field side. So it's not like these are his only warm-up tosses that he's got in. But you know, it was a great opportunity in this game for North County. I mean, you put up five runs against the Central Rebels through the first two innings. You think you're going to be in great shape to win the game more often than not. But... Central just really seemed to have the number of Tyler Pipkin today, and they have ran him out of this game to officially confirm the fielding alignment. Huff comes into second base, and it's Tim Exton Jr. who will now play at short. So that's the new fielding alignment for the Central Rebels. Yeah, we saw uh, Huff play short the last time that Pipkin didn't last very long in that game against uh, Fredericktown, so I kind of thought maybe that's where he was headed as well. But uh, they'll put Exton over there now, and give uh, Huff an opportunity at uh, second base. And welcome to the game cold, Joe uh, Smith, as he has to face Cason Murphy, who's already got that home run in this ball game. One of, if not the elite hitters in our area, digs into the left-handed batter's box against the hard-throwing righty Smith, who airmails a first-pitch ball to the backstop and misses off the plate on the second one, 2-0. 
drawing a sarcastic reaction from the Central Rebel faithful who is all set up behind home plate. And there's one that misses for ball three. Three and oh your count. It reminds me of a situation going back years and years ago here at this uh, complex. Get me over strike delivered by Job Smith, three and one. North County was playing, I think, St. Genevieve, and they brought in their center fielder to pitch. There's ball four to Murphy upstairs. He works the five-pitch walk. And I think the score was something like four to nothing at that point, North County trailing. Brought their center fielder into pitch, and he was a soft tosser, liked to throw a lot of curves, got a lot of uh, off-speed stuff. And uh, a lot of the people behind the plate, the fans, not necessarily, you know, one side or the other, were just kind of like, oh, wow, I'm glad you brought this guy in because he can't really throw very hard. And I remember that guy. His name was Scott McDowell. Uh, still lives in the area, and he came in and just shut down. And I can't remember the opposing team. It wasn't Central. But, man, he shut them down, and North County came back and won that game. So you never know when you get a new pitcher into the game. Somebody even you know, you don't know what you're going to get from him. And right now, Job Smith walks his first guy. Ike Meyer will courtesy run for Casey Murphy out at first base. Is Murphy dealing with a bit of a nagging injury here. Breaking ball dropped in for a strike. Count is 0-1. Obviously healthy enough to still bat in this game, but I don't think they want him to risk aggravating it. That's why they kept him off the field of play, and he's the DH, and will courtesy run for him here. As there's a pitch that misses for a ball. A ball and a striker count to Sammy Callaway, who is 0-1 today with a pop-out to Cooper Kekak and right. Throw over to first. Eichemeyer dives back safely. You know, even when you've accustomed to hitting or pitching rather it's still tough to come into a ball game the one one breaking ball finds the corner well, the count is one and two you might have your good stuff you might not have your good stuff you just never know and when job smith has his good stuff he is about as good as anyone on the hill and has another dive back to first base for micah meyer count remains a ball and two strikes Smith, he's got a lot of hook on his breaking ball, and he's got a lot of velocity behind his fastball as well. There's that hooking breaking ball as Sammy Callaway swings over the top of it, and that's out number one here in the bottom of the second. Well, that's what you want if you're Job Smith. You come in and walk the first guy. You want to get some outs now, see if you can get this what was a uh, two-run homer and now a base on balls with the runner at first. You want to see if you can, can kind of stem the tide here. First pitch ball to Barrett Henson. Want to know your count. Henson reached on an infield single. A hard hit ground ball that, with all the hops that it took, though, it did take its time getting to Job Smith at short. In there for a strike. Ball and a strike your counts. Even though it wasn't really in the hole for Job Smith, and it was struck hard, it just had to take too many hops to get to Job Smith. The 1-1 as the runner goes. Pitch upstairs. Misses for a ball. Throw down to second and out by a mile is Eichemeyer, and he is gunned down at second base. That was a fastball from Job Smith that got to home in a hurry and a really nice throw to second from Metter, and you can see why I like this guy as a freshman behind the plate. Yeah, I didn't think for any uh, chance that he had a chance to get him because it looked like he got a great jump at first. Pitch misses upstairs for a ball. Counts now 3-1 and one to Barrett Henson. Man, this area is going to be just littered with some elite catching over the next few years. You know, Metter, I really like what he's done behind the plate as a freshman in the limited work that I've seen. 
Swing and a miss from Barrett Henson. He's down on strikes for the third and final out. But if Metter can join the likes of Tebow and Jones, who are both sophomores, yeah, the MAAA is pretty set up well at catcher. We are through two innings of play. The Rebels add two runs off of one big hit from Jackson Jones. No errors, and courtesy of the caught stealing, nobody left stranded on base. North County find themselves trailing by two once again. Seven to five as we head to the third on KFMO. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. Torque Diesel and Auto in Bonterre is a diagnostic repair, replacement, and rebuild automotive shop. All cars, trucks, and SUVs that are serviced receive a complimentary multi-point vehicle inspection. Torque Diesel and Auto has over five years of diesel repair and 13 years of automotive repair experience. Torque Diesel and Auto, 105 Northwood Drive in Bonterre. To make an appointment, call 358-9373. That's 358-9373. Or find more info online at torquedieselandauto.com. To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member Paul tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats. Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's creamy, fresh frozen custard and your favorite mix-ins. We handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like. From caramel to your favorite candies like Butterfinger. Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From Wisconsin with love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by LeCary Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland, Ozark Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington, Boyd & Associates in Farmington, and the Kimber Monroe Law Office in Farmington. First pitch fastball off the plate to Jack Moore, who's ahead in the count 1-0, and he'll foul off the second pitch from Lucas Whitehead, and the count goes a ball and a strike. Lucas Whitehead staying out there for the Central Rebels as he makes it to the third. We'll see what kind of a leash Central has him on here as North County has hit him well in each of the first two innings. And getting ahead in the count is Jack Moore, 2-1. and one. Pitch, swing and a miss. Big hack from Jack Moore, way ahead of the off-speed pitch. And he pops up and shakes his head as he steps out of the right-handed batter's box. The 2-2. Two -two. Low outside corner, called strike three. A backdoor breaking ball from Lucas Whitehead to send Jack Moore down on strike. Strikeouts brought to you by Complete Vision Care. The ideal choice for your routine exams and anything regarding your eye care since 1966. Matter will come to the plate for North County. He's 0 for 1 today so far. Strikeout looking his first time up. And he pops one up high in the air. Right field, Kale Dreyer. Moves a couple of feet to his left, and he's got it for out number two. That ball was hit hard, but it was popped straight up into right field, and that meant an easy play for uh, Cale Dreyer. Easy because uh, it wasn't blowing around too much by that wind out of right field. The Grant Mullins will dig into the right-handed batter's box. And here's the pitch. Check swing, and it's digging for a ball, and the count is 1-0. Well, the Cardinals had an opportunity to win the ball game in the ninth, and they did not do it as both Juan Yepes and Nolan Arenado hit them deep to uh, right and deep to center field, but they did not get out, and now we're headed to the tenth. So extra innings up at Bush Stadium as the Cardinals try to see if they can av avoid a must-win to avoid the sweep game three of the series tomorrow. There's a strike. It's Grant Mullins, two and one. The pitch. Mullins takes one low in the zone, even lower that time, but still a strike. Two and two. 
Pitch from Mullins, and that'll skip to the plate. No doubt that one's going to be called a ball. Count runs full at three balls, two strikes for Grant Mullins with Cooper Kekek on deck. Cooper Kekek is two for two in this ballgame so far. In fact, he and Job Smith are a combined three for three. They've reached base safely all four times. They've both been up. The 3-2 called, strike three, down-booking Grant Mullins, and that's going to do it for the top of the third inning, a 1-2-3 inning from Lucas Whitehead and the Central Rebels. When they head to the bottom of the third inning, Central leads 7-5. They'll look to add to their lead after this. You're listening to coverage of the NCAA Conference Tournament Championship game on the Parkwood Sports Leader. Community Manor in Farmington is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Community Manor has an overall rating of 1, quality rating of 1, and a staff rating of 1. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, which includes a range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics. Visit Community Manor in Farmington at 783 Weber Road or give them a call 573-756-8998. Calling all PNC insurance agents. Mark your calendars for May 16th. Service Master Restoration by MMCT will be providing continuing education courses on hoarding and trauma live in person. This event is free for agents. There will be amazing guest speakers and free food. Reserve your spot for these continuing education courses on hoarding and trauma by calling 636-208-5653. That's 636-208-5653. Service Master Restoration by MMCT, a disaster restoration and large loss recovery partner. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by LeCarry Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland, Ozark Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington, Boyd & Associates in Farmington, and the Kimber Monroe Law Office in Farmington. Look out, Kendall Horton. First pitch fastball about eye level right to his eyes. He has to turn out of the way to avoid being hit by that one. And the count goes 1-0 on him from Job Smith. Smith with a clean start to the bottom of the third inning. But he falls behind 2-0 in the counts. Want to thank a few of our sponsors for joining us for the MAAA Conference Tournament, including Horton Wampler Funeral Home in Park Hills, Community Manor in Farmington, and Riverview at the Park, located in St. Genevieve. That pitch missed for a ball. Count is 3-0 for Horton. He digs back in. The pitch from Smith. Hit hard on the ground up the line and into left field for a base hit. Big turn around first for Kendall Horton. He'll push for second and be in there standing up with a double. Well, as old Mike Shannon used to say, that's how you do it. Get knocked down and come back up, hit one hard, and uh, that's what Kendall Horton did. He hit it hard into left field, no doubt about that. That's a double and a leadoff double off of Job Smith. Rest in peace, Mike Shannon. Longtime voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, former player with them as well. One of the all-time great athletes to come out of the St. Louis area as well. Lucas Whitehead comes to the plate. Worked to walk his first time up. Shows bunt, pulls back the barrel, misses low and away for a ball. Want to know your count. Job's had a little control issue here so far in this third inning. Let's see if he can get a handle on it here. The pitch. Again, pulling back the barrel of the bat is the batter, Lucas Whitehead, and swiping third on a delayed steals, Kendall Horton. He was off the bag at second, drew the throw from Metter to second base, and as soon as that throw came in, Horton knew exactly what he was doing. He was taking off for third, and he's in there, standing up. The 2-0. Swing and a foul ball picked up in foul territory by Metter. 
And Whitehead will have to trot his way back to the left-handed hitting batter's box. Count now two and one. That pitch misses for a ball on the outside part of the plate. And the count now three and one. Downstairs, ball four. Lucas Whitehead works his second walk of the game, and that will bring Kale Dreyer to the plate. He popped out to then shortstop Job Smith his first time up. Well, this is the first time that I've seen North County play against some adversity here. They're having an issue with some of their pitchers. They just aren't having the control that you would expect from them. They've been hit hard by a very good central lineup. Well, let's see how they respond to that. Snap throw to first. Whitehead back, first, back safely with a head first slide. And the throw gets away from Job Smith. Kendall Horton's going to come home, and he will score the throw home. Gets away from Metter. Advancing to second, now to third is Whitehead. It's an E1 on Job Smith that allows Kendall Horton to score. As the throw to him just glanced off his glove, and credit to Horton for some heads-up baseball. And Whitehead advances all the way to third. And I think Horton had an opportunity, or actually the Raiders had an opportunity to get him at home. Throw right back to Job Smith, and now he's got Whitehead in a rundown to the third baseman. Kreps, he's going to throw it to the catcher, Metter. Metter backs him up and now will throw to the third baseman and Job Smith, and he collides with the runner. So he's going to be safe at home. Throw to second out there. So out at second base is Lucas Whitehead as he was off the bag, but the run is going to count. Job Smith collided with Lucas White or with Lucas Whitehead at third. Well, that's what you do if you are a runner is you keep going and you try to get as many people involved as you can because that increases the opportunity for them to uh, score. Now I think the uh, umpire is calling the runner out at third. Well, the runner in the field is out, but are they undoing that run that was scored by Lucas Whitehead? I'm not sure what the call is going to be unless it's a, uh, I guess, uh, some sort of interference on the runner. I'm not sure. Maybe where he was in the uh, base path, maybe they called him out of the base path as he was uh, a little bit up the third base line. But they're going to call the runner out coming home from third and also the runner at second who was tagged out down there as well. So how you score that one? <laughs> I'm trying to. See, I'm not seeing an argument from Ronnie Calvert. Let me see if we can get some clarification here on that. So Cale Dreyer's out, and nobody's on base with Joe Bryant up at the plate. And I'm not sure if there are one outs or two. They've still got it up as 9-5 to five in favor of Central, which leads you to believe there's only one out. Other than the inning and the score, the scoreboard here at the Park Hill Sports Complex doesn't work properly. So all throughout the semifinals and here today in the championship, we've been dealing with even without balls and strikes. Well, I, I tell that you what. misses for ball two. What's confusing is, is the infield umpire who made the call at third held his hand up like with an out signal mm -hmm. and then went down to second base and called that guy out as well. Chop to the first baseman, Tyler Pipkin. It gets past him. Michael Huff picks it up at second. Throws to Job Smith, who beats Joe Bryant to the bag at first. Michael Huff backing up Tyler Pipkin and saves an E3. Number five, Ty Swyer. 
And that's not easy to do against Joe Bryant. Beat him in a foot race. And Job Smith may be one of the few that can. Ty Schweiss to the plate. Slightly open stance for him, and he almost gets hit with that one as he turns away, and the count is 1-0. I guess that answers our question. The runner at third obviously has scored because that would have been out number three. Yeah. So, so. there's two outs here in the top of the third inning. That's what I was gonna, it was Hank Kinsey who called the interference, and he had the better angle on it. But what got me was is he held his arm up and like in a out call. And I thought, okay, did he call the guy out because he was out of the baseline, or what is he calling here? And there was a lot of confusion, and nobody seemed to argue about it. So apparently that run will count. The 1-1. A swing and a miss from Ty Schweiss as he swings over the top of it on a two-strike count, in fact. Throw to first from Metter, gets the third and final out, and that's going to do it for the bottom of the third inning that sees the Central Rebels build on their lead as they score two runs on a hit and error, and nobody's left stranded on base courtesy of the chaos on the base pass. Nine to five, your score. It's Central with the lead over North County as we head to the fourth. We're listening to coverage of the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship game on KFMO. Hi, folks. John Robinson here. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's finally springtime, and boy, we're excited. We've got lots of inventory, big rebates, 2023 Grand Cherokee L's, rebates up to $5,500, plus big Pettis discounts. The truck you're looking for, we've got them. Half tons, three quarters, and one tons. Custom, lifted, leather, you name it. Diesels, gas, no matter what it is, we've got them with discounts and rebates. So come see us. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. Think you can't afford life insurance? Think again. You might be surprised at how affordable it can be. 80% of Americans overestimate the cost of life insurance. Maybe it's time to swap a few small expenses for some big peace of mind. Life insurance can protect what matters most, and it's the right thing to do. Talk to American Family Insurance today. American Family Insurance. Come by and see me, Bill Bess, your American Family Insurance agent, located at 907 East Main in Park Hills. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates. We are proud supporters of MAC Athletics. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills. Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills. Mineral Area College in Park Hills. And the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Top of the order for the North County Raiders to lead off this top of the fourth inning as Cooper Kekek swings in the first pitch he sees from Lucas Whitehead, pops it up to center field. Kendall Horton doesn't have to move very far to his left and back a bit to get the out, and there's one down here in the top of the fourth inning. And we'll see if Lucas Whitehead can settle down here. Yes, he went one, two, three in the top of the third inning, but that was against the bottom third of the order. I want to see how he does against the top of the order here for North County. If he's if he does well against this part of the order i think it's fair to say he's truly settled into this ball game yeah i think so too and the third time around for north county usually that is a good thing for the offense but it might be a better thing for the pitching of lucas whitehead today no one out hammered but well foul and out of play 
And the count is one and one to Job Smith, who is one for one today with a single on a fly ball to left and a walk. The one one fouled straight back. One and two. Here comes the one-two pitch from Lucas Whitehead. He kicks and fires. Breaking ball upstairs, two and two. Job Smith today has had a single. He's reached on a walk. He scored twice today. He's been instrumental in the two rallies that North County has had so far. Here's the two-two pitch. Hammered left field deep. And Joe Bryant with a poor jump on it, but he's able to recover and make the play in left field. When I say a poor jump on it, Joe Smith or Joe Bryant rather was standing like a statue in deep left field, almost kind of like, where the heck's this thing going? And then finally, after about maybe two full seconds, he quickly accelerated into a full stride sprint towards the wall and snagged it for out number two. It goes in the scorebook as just a traditional F7, but. I mean, that was a lot more adventurous than just that goes to show. Uh, well, accelerated quickly are the two key words right there. That's what Joe Bryant can do, and he made up for the uh, bad read on the ball by getting to the ball as quickly as possible and pulling it down. Chopped foul by Trenton Kreps. Count is 0-1, and, and that's why Joe Bryant, as I've said before, when Casey Murphy's healthy but not on the mound, this is the most athletic outfield I've seen in some time. Murphy in center, Bryant in left with Horton in right field. That is just an insane amount of speed to have in any high school baseball outfield. The 1-1. Downstairs, 2-1. Out of town scoreboard check. Mineral area overhead door. We're in the bottom of the 10th inning. And the St. Louis Cardinals fall to the Detroit Tigers 6-5 as Nolan Gorman grounds out. For the third and final out in the bottom of the 10th inning. Speaking of grounding out, Trenton Kreps does the same. A 1-2-3 inning from Lucas Whitehead. And the Central Rebels descend the North County Raiders down in order. We head to the bottom of the fourth inning. 9-5 your score. Central out in front of North County on KFMO. For anything related to collision repair and automotive glass, trust the award-winning Brad Wooten Auto Body. Automotive Service Excellence Award winner. Customer Service Award winner. Customer Satisfaction Award winner. Business of the Year Award winner. And Best of the Parkland Award winner. In addition, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. The award-winning Brad Wooten Auto Body. Across from Ozark Regional Library in the beautiful Arcadia Valley. To schedule an appointment, call 573-546-BUMP. Back, neck, or joint pain? Ow! Ongoing or recent work or sports injury? Ah. Dr. Armstrong and Dr. Probst of Citizen Spine and Sport of Farmington, the official team, chiropractors and trainers of Central High School, offer a conservative and effective approach to spinal manipulation, ART, rehab exercise, dry needling, and now class 4 laser therapy to accelerate tissue healing by decreasing inflammation in chronic and acute pain areas. Call Citizen Spine and Sport at 573-701-0770 today. Ah! 
Community Manor in Farmington is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Community Manor has an overall rating of one, quality rating of one, and a staff rating of one. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, which includes a range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics. Visit Community Manor in Farmington at 783 Weber Road or give them a call 573-756-8998. Bottom of the fourth inning, two, three, and four do up for the Central Rebels. And we talked before about the last half inning, a good test for Lucas Whitehead. Here's one for Job Smith. As the two players coming up to the plate here, both homered in this ball game. Jones with a moonshot to right center field. And Casey Murphy hugging the foul pole in right field to keep his fair. <laughs> Job Smith just threw a pitch, and right after the uh, pitch went across the plate, the wind blew his hat off back out towards second base, so he had to go retrieve that as well. One one out. In there for a strike. Smith set at the belt. The pitch. Upstairs, ball four. Jackson Jones works a walk, and he's on with nobody out in the bottom of the fourth inning, and Cason Murphy coming back up to the plate. Well, you just don't want to give this central team extra outs. You don't want to give them extra opportunities and walking anybody on this team, whether it's bottom of the lineup or middle of the lineup, it just creates more havoc for your uh, pitching staff. And Job Smith needs to come after uh, Casey Murphy here, see if he can try to do something with him. The bold strategy, not and I truly mean that, not being sarcastic, but to go after Casey Murphy, and he does with the first pitch breaking ball dropped in the bucket for a strike, but... And we've seen how many times throughout his career have we seen pitchers go after Casey Murphy, and Casey Murphy makes them pay for it. Yeah, you got to figure out a way, and then that's hard to do. There's one breaking ball dropped in for a strike on the inside part of the plates. Let's see if he goes back to that breaking ball once again. I don't think Murphy liked that call at all. He just no. kind of turns and walks away a bit. The 0-2. That one's upstairs for a ball. One ball, two strikes are count. And credit uh, the home plate umpire, too, for not looking at him. Just letting him blow a little steam and get back into the batter's box. The 1-2 pitch. Hit hard back up the middle. Off the heel of the glove of Tim Dam Jr. at short and into center field. This took a high hop on him in the last second. I'll put that down as a hit for Casey Murphy. That would have been a tough play for Dam Jr. to try to make it second base nonetheless. He was kind of reaching out. It's not like he had, could have gotten his body in front of it. He had to kind of stab at it, and it just hopped higher on him than he was expecting. Well, like I've said before, we've talked about it several times. The infield is hard. The outfield is hard. You're going to get some crazy bumps up here when you're talking about the uh, Central Sports Complex, and that's exactly what happened. It looked like it might even have been a double play, but instead, runners at first and second, still nobody out. Jason Murphy stands at first. He's the DH, so he can't be subbed back into the game if they have someone run for him again. And Sammy Callaway digs back into the right-handed batter's box. Pitch to him, misses four ball. Callaway on the day so far is 0 for 2 with a pop-out to right field and a strikeout swinging his last time up. It was the first batter that Job Smith faced when he came into the game. Pitch in the dirt, four ball, 2-0. Good job by Metter once again. You've talked about his defensive abilities. He got a, he got in front of that one, kept it from going to the backstop. 2-0. Downstairs, ball four. 
And Sammy Callaway has worked a walk, and the bases are loaded for Barrett Henson, and he's had a nice game today. Single on a hard ground ball in the infield and a strikeout swinging. Pitch to him. Fought off foul. Count is 0-1 on Henson. You've got Jones at third, Murphy at second, Callaway at first. With nobody out here in the bottom of the fourth inning in a 9-5 game that Central leads. Downstairs taken for a ball, 1-1. One one. We've seen a lot of uh, momentum kick back and forth between uh, several teams in this uh, tournament so far. And that's been one of the weird things today. Swing and a miss over the top of it. Barrett Henson's behind in the count, 1-2. and two, Is every time North County had something happen where you thought they could snatch the momentum away from Central, North County gained momentum but it never really felt like central lost any momentum as there's a breaking ball dropped in for a called strike three on barrett henson he goes down on strikes strikeouts brought to you by complete vision care the ideal choice for glasses contacts and suitable eye health since 1966 central never seemed phased in this game and that's like i said before where it's almost like they have this mindset of yeah we'll spot a 3-0 lead to north county we can still win this game we can spot a 6-0 lead to west county we can still win this game they are just playing with a level of confidence right now that is rare in any sport what what it, what it reminds me of is that uh, commercial with the guy with the fishing poles and whoop whoop you almost got it and yeah. it's like hey you got the momentum ah not yet Breaking ball dropped in for a strike to Kendall Horton after he fouled back the first pitch he sees, and he's behind 0-2. Here's the pitch from Smith. Swing and a miss. Kendall Horton tried to hold up his swing on the fastball upstairs, but he squares up on it, and he is down on strikes for a big second strikeout in a row for Job Smith. And with two down, Lucas Whitehead comes to the plate. He has walked both times he's come to the plate. Pitch upstairs, misses for a ball, 1-0. Bases are loaded for Central with two outs now in a 9-5 ball game they lead. That one's going to miss for a ball, 2-0. No place to put Lucas. He's already walked twice in this game. He's already come around to score on one of those times. Central scored two runs in every frame so far, but this one here... And there's a breaking ball dropped in for a strike. That seems to be Job Smith's best pitch today, is that breaking ball, especially when he's trying to command it so it starts off the zone and drops in. The 2-1. Chop foul. Count is 2-2. Two and two. The issue is, and again, you got a nice catcher behind the plate in Metter, but if you throw it low, it's going to be tough for Metter to get a stop on it. Well, you look at uh, why Job Smith got himself in trouble. Base on balls, infield single, base on balls. The 2-2, chop foul once again. That's something you just can't do to Central. If you give them extra runners without them earning it, you're just playing into their hands because they want to see that lineup turn over several times, get guys like Ty Schweiss, Jackson Jones, and Casey Murphy back up there. And Sammy Callaway the other night, four RBI in that game. Callaway hasn't done a ton today, but he's still a big part of this Central lineup. Dropped in the bucket. It is that breaking ball from Job Smith, and it's strike three, and the bases are left loaded. Otherwise, no runs, one hit, and no errors added to the stat line. We are through four innings complete. Nine to five, your score. Central with the lead over North County as we head to the fifth. You're listening to KFMO's coverage of the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship Game. 
Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock, offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member Paul tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats. Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's creamy, fresh frozen custard and your favorite mix-ins. We handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like. From caramel to your favorite candies like Butterfinger. Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From From Wisconsin Wisconsin with love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. Torque Diesel and Auto in Bonterre is a diagnostic, repair, replacement, and rebuild automotive shop. All cars, trucks, and SUVs that are serviced receive a complimentary multi-point vehicle inspection. Torque Diesel and Auto has over five years of diesel repair and 13 years of automotive repair experience. Torque Diesel and Auto, 105 Northwood Drive in Bonterre. To make an appointment, call 358-9373. That's 358-9373. Or find more info online at torquedieselandauto.com. High School Baseball on K. FMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. First pitch, Zane Huff skies it, foul territory right field, and it hangs up long enough for Kale Dreyer to track it down. And we got one out here on the first pitch at the top of the fifth inning. Tyler Pipkin will come to the plate. He currently sits in line for the loss today. As he fouls off the first pitch he sees as Lucas Whitehead has continued to settle in for the Central Rebels in this contest. He's now downed eight in a row dating back to the second inning. The pitch. Hit hard on the ground on the left-hand side. Scooped up by Sammy Calloway. Stumbles into foul territory. The throw to first offline. Jonathan Boyer comes off the bag to make sure he snags it. Put that down as an infield single for Tyler Pipkin. As Calloway, it was kind of an awkward one to his right where, you know, as the right-hander, he couldn't really turn to backhand it quick enough. Had to kind of just wait for it to come to him there and awkwardly stumbled his way towards foul territory. Yeah, there wasn't much he could do. Once he finally got through the ball, he just couldn't get his uh, balancing back, as you said. Slow roller towards first. Jonathan Boyer's got it. He steps on the bag for one, and will hang on to it as Pipkin advances to second base on the ground out. I'm looking back at the uh, results of North County. Is that the first hit they've had since way back in the second? Yes, and that hit back in the second inning was a Cooper Keekek single. 
on what was the 10th batter of the game for North County. And that goes to show how Lucas Whitehead has settled in. Jack Moore steps up to the plate. He's 0 for 2 today as the wind really picking up here at the Park Hill Sports Complex. Swing and a miss from Moore. He's behind in the count 0 and 2. And the point I was trying to get to and make on that one there is the microphone even blew away, I think. <laughs> the pitch. Grabbing some dirt with it is Jackson Jones. Hard to frame a pitch when you've got dirt falling out of your mitt. Down one ball and two strikes. Pitch from Whitehead working quickly, and it's fouled back and hanging on to it is Jackson Jones for the out, and that's going to do it for the top of the fifth inning. The North County Raiders, they do get the Whitehead in terms of a hit. That's all they've got to show for here in the top of the fifth. We head to the bottom half of the frame. Central leads still 9-5 to five over North County the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Spring is here, and now is the time to give Impressive Farm and Home in Ironton a call to get your yard from looking drab to looking fab. From tree and shrub removal, excavation, landscape design, and more, Impressive Farm and Home can be your yard makeover go-to. Impressive Farm and Home services Iron, Madison, and St. Francis Counties. Call 573-432-2112 for a free quote, or visit Impressive Farm and Home at 476 South Main Street in Ironton. LaCarrie Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like... Dale Mosier Auto Body. Consider it done, consider it done right. When you need repair, there's no need to despair. Dale Mosier does it all for you. And Unlimited Auto Body in Potosi, where experience counts. Remember, you have the right to choose who does your repairs, so count on Unlimited Auto Body for full body repair or full body paint and custom graphics. Unlimited Auto Body, located at 109 Missouri Street in Potosi. LaCarrie Auto Body Supply is proud to support your hometown repair shops. Kale Dreyer ducks underneath a first pitch fastball, 1-0 in the count, waves at the second pitch he sees. It goes a ball on a strike. It's a 9-5 ball game with Central leading North County. As we sit here in the bottom of the fifth inning, look out, having to lay his legs over the top of that one is Kale Dreyer. 2-1 goes the count. Downstairs, caught the zone for a strike. Two and two. We've seen both these pitchers, and I was talking about Lucas Whitehead settling down after that first couple of innings. Pulled on the left-hand side, snagged by the shortstop Ekstam, throw to first in time to get Kale Dreyer out at first. We've seen both pitchers kind of have a little bit of trouble with the mound. I know Lucas Whitehead was really digging around at it in the uh, pregame at time. He was truly trying to find a good landing spot. I think Job Smith's had that as well a couple of times here. Well, you look at the holes yeah. that are out there. I mean... When they're set up against the mound, the mound is above their ankles of the right leg of Job Smith and the left leg of the lefty Lucas Whitehead, respectively. And look at the big crater. That's the landing spot for them. And, you know, we saw that, I think, last week in a game we did where that big crater was out there over and over. Mm -hmm. And as a new pitcher came into the ball game, as the uh, batter swings and fouls it back. They wouldn't like it. Yeah, and they would try to cover it up. And then you start to think about it where you're you know, mm -hmm. landing foot goes. So you're 
thinking too much about where your foot's going and your footwork and not enough about maybe your mechanics, and that also hurts your uh, motion as well. Job versus Job. Advantage Smith so far as Job Smith has gotten Job Bryant to foul off on the first two pitches, but misses upstairs for ball one. And one, two. There's that breaking ball as Joe Bryant waves over the top of it for strike three. It's dropped, but Meta are able to easily toss it over to first in plenty of time. There's two down. Well, that pitch there was a uh, just a mean one. It was in the dirt, but uh, Joe Bryant could not lay off of it. And uh, good job by Zach Metter to block it, pick it up, and throw it to first to get the final or the second out of the inning. Ty Schweiss to the plate. Takes the first pitch strike. Rushed on a single on a bunt up the third baseline. Was hit by a pitch and a strikeout swinging. That's his day so far. Count goes a ball and a strike as Job Smith misses on that one. Well, as Cardinal fans are well aware, if you get a pitcher coming into a ball game that can just shut the offense down on the other side, that is a good way to get back into a ball game. That's the first thing you need. Well, North County's got that, even though Job Smith gave up a couple of squirrely runs there. Uh, he has actually kind of settled this thing down for North County. He's done a nice job in relief in this game. The 2-1, hit hard on the ground, right-hand side, into right field for a base hit for Ty Schweiss. That's the second baseman, Michael Huff, and into right field. It's a two-out single for Schweiss. I'm looking back at the uh, what I called the squirrely runs where the uh, double that started off in the inning and then a stolen base that turned into a, uh, a run when Kendall Horton stole third and then went on and scored after a uh, close play at the plate. Yeah, it was a chopper right back to Job Smith, and he tried to beat the runner in a rundown, but wound up running into the runner in said rundown. And then Lucas Whitehead winds up scoring on another play that was just so odd as well. So Job hasn't been hit hard, but uh, a couple of runs have got into this uh, game for Central. Look at that lead for first for Ty Schweiss. It goes five on the catcher, Metter. I was about to say, I think Schweiss is going to run on the next pitch, but won't matter. Uh, passed ball and safe at second base is Schweiss. Jackson Jones up at the plate. He's had a really nice day today. Two for two with a single on a bunt and a homer to right and a walk. Missed downstairs for a ball. Two and out. Jones, phenomenal athlete. I remember when they were talking about him as a football player, as a freshman. And that one will miss low and away for a ball. You get lose Jones here, you got that Casey Murphy coming up again, and that's something you don't want to see. The 3-0, downstairs, ball four, and a walk is worked by Jackson Jones. Two on with two outs, and here comes Casey Murphy back up to the plate. Murphy digs into the left-handed batter's box. First pitch to him. Chop foul up the first baseline. Picked up in fair territory by the catcher. Metter, he throws to first, and that's going to do it for the bottom half of inning at number five. So the North County Raiders, they, or excuse me, the Central Rebels, rather, they threaten, but they can't get anything out of it. No runs to hit, no errors, two left stranded. North County starting to close in on them a little bit. They trail by four, nine to five as we head to the sixth here on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. 
You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit mineralareadoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at mineralareadoor.com. Serving you since 1978. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. Hi folks, John Robinson here, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's finally springtime and boy, we're excited. We've got lots of inventory, big rebates, 2023 Grand Cherokee L's, rebates up to $5,500 plus big Pettis discounts. The truck you're looking for, we've got them, half tons, three quarters and one tons. Custom, lifted, leather, you name it, diesels, gas, no matter what it is, we've got them with discounts and rebates. So come see us, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Riverview at the Park offers short-term stay and long-term care rehabilitation. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, including range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics, also memory care. Visit Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve at 1100 Progress Parkway or call 573-883-3500. Begins with a 1-0 count to Zach Metter. Make it 2-0. Lucas Whitehead remains in the game for the Central Rebels. Not much longer, though. He's only a sophomore, so he's got up to 95 pitches to throw, and that's pitch number 87 by my count. The pitch. Foul tip. 2-2 two two your count. Metter, Mullins, and then back to the top of the order with Cooper Kekak. So I imagine unless we get a really quick pair of outs from Lucas Whitehead, we might just see a new pitcher come in to face Cooper Kekak, give him a new look. Upstairs for a ball, count is full, three and two. About to be pitch number 90 in the ball game from Lucas Whitehead. Here it comes. Check swing, taken for ball four. Metter works a walk, and he will make his way over to first base. We're going to get a courtesy runner over there for him as well. A few of the central fans were applauding because uh, it looked like that the home plate umpire was going to stand up and call strike three, but instead he stood up and made the motion that it was ball four, and down to first base goes Zach Metter. They're actually going to keep him over at first base with Grant Mullins digging in. The pitch. Hammered but yanked well foul. No one in the world is getting to that one. Count is 0-1. Except that guy that's about the third string catcher. He's taking off to go find <laughs> it right now. He's got to make that long, lonely walk. Go find that baseball. Count is 0-2. Pitch. And it misses for a ball. Ball and two strikes. 
Big lead at first for Metter. As Whitehead delivers the pitch. Stopped by Jones. He loses it for a second, but is able to track it down quickly, keeping Metter at first. Two balls, two strikes, your count. With nobody out on the top of the inning in a 9-5 ball game favoring the Central Rebels. 2-2. Popped up. Right field. Backing up. Kale Dreyer. And he'll reach up and pull it in with his left hand for out number one in the top of the sixth. Metter stays at first. Well, he got a little bit of uh, the bat on it. Grant Mullins did, but he was off balance swinging the uh, bat from the left side, and all he could do is really pop it up. If he could have got into that, that ball might have carried out of here. But uh, as Don Meredith used to say, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. It's going to bring Cooper Kekak to the plate. As Whitehead, this will probably be the last batter that he faces. Check over on first. Metter is back. The pitch. Bunt shown. Barrels pulled back, and Kekak takes it for a ball, 1-0. Kekak hit him. You remember that first pitch that he hit uh, in the uh, game? He hit it so far down right field, and he was waiting on a pitch. He got it, and he jerked it, and almost went uh, same spot that Metter hit that ball a while ago. Skips in the dirt. 2-0 your count. Upstairs, 3-0. That's one thing I like about Cooper Kekak. He is not going up to the plate thinking, I have to swing, swing, swing. If he's not going to give me anything to hit, I'm going to let him uh, walk me. And taken all the way, Cooper Kekak, as he begins to turn over his left shoulder, his ball four is being delivered, and he has worked a four-pitch walk, and that's going to do it for Lucas Whitehead as he's going to come out of this game, and we're going to get a new pitcher. And based on his stride, I think it's going to be Sammy Calloway coming in from third base. No. It's going to be Kendall Horton instead as he trots in from the outfield. And that's going to do it for Lucas Whitehead. It appears like Kale Dreyer is going to move from right field to center field. We'll see if Lucas Whitehead now makes his way. I think he might, usually goes over to first. Boyer made his way to the dugout, so we'll probably see Boyer in right field. And completing the Chinese fire drill rotation will be... Lucas Whitehead heading over to first base. Yeah, Boyer's heading out to right field right now, and with the first base mitt is Lucas Whitehead making his way back into the infield. So the day is done for Lucas Whitehead, and he really settled into this game nicely. He pitches five and a third on 99 pitches. By my count, facing 28 batters, he threw 56 strikes, 43 balls, allowed six hits, five runs, three of them were earned. Walked five, struck out six, ERA of 3.9, whip of two, flat, and he has left five runners on base. And while Kendall Horton will come in and look to finish this game out, it feels like it's a bigger lead than it actually is at the end of the day. This is kind of with the feel of the environment that we've had here. But with Job Smith, like you said, settling things down for the North County Raiders, he's kept it at a four-run ball game. 
I mean, and, if one, if Job Smith is able to reach base safely, Kreps is going to come up as the game-tying run. And think about those two runs that scored. They were odd runs, the way they scored. The double, that was legit. Everything else was North County throwing the ball around a little bit, getting a guy in a rundown that they should have tagged out. Instead, they get an interference call against them, and he gets the uh, run to score. And really, the Kendall Horton play at home plate, I believe the ball beat him there, and I think that Zach Metter just couldn't get the tag down and get to him quick enough and then drop the ball. So those two big runs are huge right now. Otherwise, we'd be looking at the uh, go-ahead run at the plate. First pitch, fastball blown past Job Smith, and he's behind in the count 0-1. Kendall Horton comes in with two on and one out in the top of the sixth, facing two three and four due up for the North County Raiders. I think this is a situation where Job Smith was looking for a pitch in particular, got it, but it was a high one and he couldn't handle it. Neil one misses downstairs, a ball and a strike. The one, one pitch from Kendall Horton. Here it comes. Golfed at, lifted into the air. Center field, Kale Dreyer has to come on late, but he still gets to it for out number two. Staying at second base is Metter. Cooper Geekek, therefore, has to stay put at first. And with two down, Trenton Kreps comes through the plate. Well, I think Cooper thought about going back to tag up at second base, but that ball kind of got knocked down in left center field, and he just had to come in to get it. So I think that kept Cooper Geekek at second base. That will be out with one of the better hitters in North County, making out number two. So Kreps will come to the plate. With two outs and two on, Metters at second, Kikax at first. First pitch, fastball upstairs, and Kreps not happy with himself. He chased it late, and it was going to be ball one. Instead, he falls behind in the count 0-1. Horton with a look to second, and the pitch as he works quickly. Misses upstairs for a ball, a ball, and a strike. I like Kendall Horton. He said, all right, you swung at the first one like that. I'll do it again, see if you'll do it again. The 1-1. Downstairs, finds the zone for strike two. One ball, two strikes to Kreps. He's one for three today with that soft grounder up the third baseline. He's only hit an infield single. His only hit of the conference tournament as well. Breaking ball and a beauty. It's cold strike three as Kreps is frozen in the right-handed batter's box. No runs, no hits, no errors, and two runners left stranded on base by the North County Raiders. We head to the bottom of the sixth inning. Nine to five, your score. Central looking for some insurance runs. And we return after this on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Calling all PNC insurance agents. Mark your calendars for May 16th. Service Master Restoration by MMCT will be providing continuing education courses on hoarding and trauma live in person. This event is free for agents. There will be amazing guest speakers and free food. Reserve your spot for these continuing education courses on hoarding and trauma by calling 636-208-5653. That's 636-208-5653. Service Master Restoration by MMCT, a disaster restoration and large loss recovery partner. Congratulations, you're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. Find out how J.J. Vickers can help you with your auto, home, and life needs. 573-358-3674. 
It's not the kind of thing we like to talk about, but it's something we all must face. You can make things easier on the ones you love by pre-planning your funeral arrangements at Horton & Wampler. They will listen to your needs and offer several choices for arrangements, and then make sure all your questions are answered. Horton & Wampler Funeral Home, located at One Federal Park in Park Hills, serving the needs of Parkland families since 1991. Susie Caldwell Horton, Patty Caldwell Wampler, David and Dana Wampler are there when you need them. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel in Farmington. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus. Chris Offenberg, GM Superstore in Farmington. First State Community Banks. We'll let home furnishings in Bonterre and Farmington. And Shelter Insurance Agent J.J. Vickers in Bonterre. Sixth inning, four, five, and six to up for the Central Rebels. Middle third of their order is Sammy Calloway. Digs in to lead things off, facing off against Job Smith. Takes a first pitch ball low and away, 1-0. I think that last half inning was big for North County. They needed to get something, at least maybe one run, maybe a couple in, and uh, big pitches last inning by the uh, by Kendall Horton, the former center fielder, now pitcher for the Rebels. And the 1-0. Misses for a ball. Joe Smith set, and the pitch. And it's actually ball four, excuse me. Four-pitch walk worked by Sammy Calloway. We've had a couple of times that both of us have lost a pitch yeah. here or there, and I'm not oh. sure exactly oh, why trying that was. to score keep as well, yeah. looking down periodically, and you know, it doesn't help when the, uh, the scoreboard isn't functioning properly, only able to provide the inning and the score. Nine to five is what it reads, favoring the Central Rebels. North County's got three outs to try to come back in this one. Snap throw down to first. Ooh, almost picked off at first base is the third baseman for the Central Rebels, Sammy Calloway. Menner almost got him over there. Yeah, it's been perpetually two balls, no strikes, and one out since we got here. Bunt shown, barrel pulled back, and it got him. Going to get a piece of Barrett Henson. Even he didn't think so at first, but now he will make his way up the line to first base. He's on with nobody out, along with Sammy Calloway, who now moves to second. And Kendall Horton comes to the plate. Well, if he did think he got hit, he didn't sell it very well because as soon as the ball came inside, he kind of got out of the way, and then he heard hit by pitch, and okay, and he threw the bat down and took off running. Two on, Horton tries to drop a bunt, but it's fouled. Count is no balls, one strike to the now pitcher for the Central Rebels. As Horton has come in from center field in relief. The North County Raiders will have the middle third of their order come up to the plate in the top of the seventh inning to try to come back in this one against Kendall Horton with four, five, and six due up as Horton slices one back foul. So twice he's tried to drop the bunt and he's fought it off foul. The count is 0-2. Makes you wonder sometimes when you see a player come up there trying to bunt and he's not very successful at it. They finally turn him loose and he rips one somewhere. Let's see if Kendall <laughs> Horton does that on this next pitch. Horton on the day so far, having a nice game. He's two for three with a pair of doubles. One on a line drive, one on a hard ground ball up the line to left field. This one a hot shot to X damage short. Throw, underhand toss to Huff at second. They get the out there. Throw to first, not in time to get the speedy Kendall Horton up the line. 
would have been a really nice play from Michael Hafu to avoid being taken out by the Henson slide at the leap up in the air and turn as he threw it. But they get the out at second on the fielder's choice, and there's one down here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Runners at the corners. Took too, took just a little bit too long as uh, Tim Extam Jr. got the uh, ball, and I think he was going to go to second base by himself, so he took a couple of extra steps as the throw goes over to first base on Horton, and that took a little time, and then once he decided to underhand it to the second baseman, Huff, that took even more time, so they couldn't get the runner at first. Horton back safely at first base on the pickoff try from Job Smith. Here comes the first pitch to Whitehead. Double steal, throw to third, out at third base is Sammy Calloway. He's picked off by Metter. Horton slides into second safe easily, but Metter didn't even feint to throw that way. He immediately guns out Sammy Calloway. Well, that time Calloway just got too far off the bag. That's all it is to it, and he couldn't get back quick enough and credit Zach Metter for not taking the bait at second but going to third and taking that chance. The 1-0 skips to the plate, and Metter loses it for a second, but it doesn't get far away from him, and that'll keep Orton at second base. Did you see the Major League catcher lose the ball? Yes, on the, on the line. On the foul line, yeah. Was that? A, I think it was a minor league or a college catcher. I don't think it was, was a major it? league catcher, yeah. High and outside, misses for a ball. I think it was like a minor league or semi-pro or something like that because the reaction from the first baseman who had to come all the way up the line to get the ball when it was like it was in like the left-handed hitter's batter's box or something too it's not like it was very far up the line or away from home plate he was very frustrated to say the least well the way things are going for the cardinals i expect that to happen pretty soon to them count is three and one here's the pitch dropped in for a strike count is three and two it's that breaking ball again from job smith it's been his best pitch this afternoon here into the early evening as we're past five o'clock on kfmo park hills the 3-2. Oh, one in the dirt. That's called strike three on Lucas Whitehead. Again, it's that breaking ball from Job Smith, and that will end the sixth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. After the runner picked off at third, only one runner left stranded on base. We head to the seventh. It's Huck, Pipkin, and Extam due up for the North County Raiders. Last chance to come back in this one. They trail 9-5 to the Central Rebels. You're listening to coverage of the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship game on KFMO. How do you struck out in the car game? Strike one, you've had credit problems in the past. Strike two, you hate the car you're driving. Strike three, it costs too much to maintain. Call that old car out today. Hey, this is David Sism from Samson Ford Lincoln, home with a lifetime warranty. Call that old car out and hit a home run at Samson Ford today. Don't go car shopping and get pushed into a high mileage used car you don't actually want. Drive off in a new or newer car with a lifetime warranty and get back on the road. We will go to bat and help you get approved so you can hit a home run. Have you been sitting in the bench because of bad credit? Get in the game. Bankruptcy and bad credit? Okay. My credit approval process will help you get back in the game and driving a new or newer car you love. Come see us, your home team dealer, since 1937, and get a new or newer car with a lifetime warranty, regardless of your credit. Don't get pushed around. We work extra innings for you. Visit us at Samson Ford Lincoln now. See us online at SismFord.com or call 431-3177. Requires bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. See dealer for details. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business and it's what sets us apart. Shaping every decision we make from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. 
our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by American Family Insurance Agent Harry Peterson in Farmington, Bryant Restoration in Bonterre, Mineral Area Overhead Door in Park Hills, and CarSmart of Farmington. Zane Huff takes a first pitch strike. And the count is 0-1 on him. 4-5-6 and 6, due up for the North County Raiders against Kendall Horton, and he's behind on the second pitch he sees. Count quickly 0-2. Pitch from Morton. Inside, missing four ball. One ball, two strikes. Here's how close this game has been. If North County had gotten one more run home against Lucas Whitehead, it's a safe situation for Kendall Horton. And in the air, left center field deep. It was a diving attempt from Joe Bryant, but he can't get to it. Cale Dreyer in center field gets it. The throw is going to come into the cutoff man at short in Ty Schweiss, and it's a no-out double to lead things off in the top of the seventh inning for Zane Huff. And I think you're like me. When you see Joe Bryant going after that ball, you're thinking he's not going to get there, he's not going to get there. But he dives, and I fully expect him to come up with that ball. But it just ticked off of his glove, went to the wall. Good play in center field by Dreyer to back that play up. But the runner at second with nobody out. And we've talked about the speed in the outfield between Cason Murphy and Kendall Horton and Joe Bryant. But he's only a freshman. Kale Dreyer has shown that he's got some good speed himself. First pitch strike to Tyler Pipkin. The 0-1 fought back foul. 0-2. Pipkin trying to help his own cause here. He's in line for the loss. Made it an inning plus, and that's it, allowing seven earned runs to the Central Rebels out of the nine they've been able to plate in this game. Popped up, out of play. Count remains 0-2. Well, I think a team like North County with the momentum they had coming into this ball game. It's not the same kind of momentum that Central has had coming into the game. The 0-2. Foul tip hanging on to it. Jackson Jones for the third and final out, or excuse me, for the first out, rather, of the top of the seventh inning. Not to say that North County is a bad ball team. I'm saying that basically Central's momentum is fueled by a lot of confidence as well, and when they kind of lose that momentum for a minute, they know how to get it back quickly. North County... They're kind of propped up by their momentum and the way things are going for them. Well, the Central Rebels have won 16 games this season. North County has won half of that. There's a first pitch strike to Tim Ekstam with one out in the top of the seventh. The 0-1. Low and away, misses for a ball, one and one. But North County, you look at it, they've won four in a row. Five of their last six out of eight total wins on the season. So they are playing their best baseball, and they are playing confident, but... Central, it just looks like you can't knock their confidence at all. There's a pitch that misses on the inside part of the plate. Or did it get the strike? Yeah, he called that one a strike. Count goes two and one, or one and two, rather. Pitch to Extam. Breaking ball that misses outside. Two balls, two strikes now. And a runner at second in Huff, or, yeah, Zane Huff. You're going to need more than that to come back in this one. Huff dancing around out there back and forth. The pitch. Late swing from Extam, but he fouls it back into the cage. No matter what happens here in this top of the seventh for North County, as they get closer to district play, they're going to have to get some production from the bottom of their lineup. Zach Moore, Zach Metter, Grant Mullins has shown a little of that. Tim Extam Jr. also needs to be a little more productive as well. The 2-2. 
Ooh, that one misses away for a ball. A lot of Central Rebel fans here to our left thought it was about to be strike three. FedEx Dam Jr. alive for another pitch. Horton looks to second. Here it comes. Swing and a miss. Another foul tip that Jackson Jones hangs on to. And with two down, here comes Jack Moore to the plate. North County Raiders down to their final out. No, excuse me. Jack Moore will be pinch hit for Brian Brewster, who, if you recall, when this game started, was DH'd for by Moore. He swings at the first pitch he sees behind on the fastball 0-1. Well, Moore had a tough day today. He was wearing the golden sombrero, three strikeouts in three plate appearances today, and you don't like to see that at any point in the lineup, so a pinch hitter here in the top of the seventh. Pitch skips to the plate. Jackson Jones traps it. Staying at second is Zane Huff. I like that. No reason to jump off the bag. It's not like you'd be eliminating a force out if you made your way to third. Don't risk it for what could have been the third and final out of the ball game. You're trying to avoid outs here if you're North County. Not swipe extra bases. The 1-1. High and outside, 2-1. and one. Looking at not counting this at bat by Brewster. You're looking at nine plate appearances by the bottom of the lineup. Four strikeouts, five strikeouts rather. And the only uh, runner was a base on balls to Grant Mullins. Here's the 2-1 from Horton. Skips to the plate. Nice snag by Jones. The count rides 3-1 and one to Brewster. And Jackson Jones will make his way out and have a conversation with Kendall Horton, his pitcher, who has looked locked in in the early part of this inning, but against Brewster has had trouble locating his pitches. Stay tuned after the broadcast. Bill Best American Family Insurance post-game show. We'll give away another free pizza with Little Caesars Pizza Pizza player of the game. Also have stats brought to you by Sam Sism, Ford, Lincoln, and more. All comes your way during the Bill Best American Family Insurance post-game show. Slightly closed stance for Brewster in the right-handed batter's box. The pitch. Off the plate, ball four. And he'll work a walk, and here comes Zach Metter to the plate. He was already a hero in the quarterfinal round. Getting the walk-off single, looping it over the head of the first baseman, Kobe Wood, for the Frederictown Blackcats. And he digs into the left-handed batter's box, trying to potentially be a hero once again. He can't tie this game in one swing, but he can certainly help the Rebels' cause by reaching safely. Takes the first pitch, striking the inside. Count his own one. Fought off foul, 0-2. The Raiders are down to their final strike. The 0-2. Thank Kinsey not giving the fans what they want, at least the Rebels fans, on a called strike three. Although that one was about to be a strike. Maybe that's the old Bob Euchre, just a little outside. That time it was just <laughs> a little outside. That one just a little bit further outside, two and two. Well, the previous one was going to be called a strike. That one's not going to be called a strike. They were both close. First one closer. Here's Zach Metter. You better be swinging if it's close. The pitch upstairs. Count is full, three and two with two outs. That will unleash Zane Huff at second and Brian Brewster at first. Metter digs back in. Facing Kendall Horton, who sets at the waist. 
Couple looks to second, the 3-2. Skips past the catcher, Jackson Jones. It's ball four in the dirt and gets way away from Jackson Jones. But again, like I said before, if you're Huff, no point in scrambling home. It's a four-run ball game. Don't try it unless you're absolutely certain you're going to get it. You need a 99.9% surety that you're getting home. As Ronnie Calvert is going to go out and have a chat with his pitcher, Kendall Horton, who's ran into a bit of trouble here with two outs now in the top of the seventh. Grant Mullins coming to the plate as the nine hitter. Top of the order is due up next in a four-run ball game. So if Mullins reaches base safely, at least one run is coming to score, and Cooper Kekek will, at worst for North County, have the game-tying run at first, and he will represent the go-ahead run for the Raiders. And it looks like Dylan Wisnowski is going to come in and run down at first base, so that means... The uh, catcher is not running. A little bit more speed on the base paths here as well. First pitch taken upstairs. And the count is 1-0 to Grant Mullins. Kendall Horton with the pitch. Right down Broadway. It's called a strike. 1-1 one one your count. Mullins at the plate represents the game-tying run. North County has worked back-to-back -back walks after falling behind. With two outs here in the frame. Swing and a miss. They're down to their final strike. Kendall Horton for his Grant Mullins. Here comes the pitch. Upstairs for a ball. Two balls, two strikes. This is a big, big at bat because if Grant Mullins can figure out a way to get on, the top of the lineup comes up, and you can never know what's going to happen there. Especially with Cooper Kekak. He would love a moment like this. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Grant Mullins behind on the fastball, and that will do it. The Central Rebels are MAAA Conference Tournament champions. They down the North County Raiders 9-5. to five. Bill Bass, American Family Insurance Post Game Show, comes your way next on AM 1240 KFMO. Precious memories left behind bring us joy and peace of mind when we celebrate the lives of those we Proud to be a part of high school sports, Cozy Memorial Chapel and Crematorium, 217 West Columbia in Farmington. Wade's Auto Service is a locally owned and operated full service shop and wants to be your first choice for all your auto repair needs. To schedule an appointment, call 573-664-1302. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is a proud sponsor of high school sports. Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their Southeast Missouri facility.